0: To, we're up to Daf Ayin Vav Amidalev, just to review what's going on. Rebbe Yezer held that a, a husband can say to his wife, over the next five months, every nether you're going to make is already nullified, and it works. There was a shilo in the Gemara. Does it work that the nether never takes effect, or it takes effect for a moment, and then is nullified? What's the nafka mean? the nafka is, if when she makes the nether, someone says, I'm in. So if the nether never take, t- takes effect... There's nothing to hold on to. If it takes effect for a second, then the second person's nether takes effect. It's fine. So that so that's the shadow, Basically, the, is the nether never chal, or it's chal and and then it's removed? So we brought a proof yesterday. This is we brought a proof from the ratio The proof was that again the major theme of the major. We just started the, um, a minute in. No. Uh, uh, okay, so the the the. Just one second. So, yeah. So the Shailah is again, is it chal or is it is it chal for a second? And then Batal or is it not chal at all? So the Gemara's proof was we had yesterday the proof was from the following argument. The major Shailah between Reveliaz, the major argument that Reveliasar has of why this works, again, the Khammer against it. Forget about the mechanics of it, whether it's not Khal or it's Khal for a second. I know if I forget about it. But what's the Icker Shailah? What's the reason why Reveliasar feels that it works? It's very simple. He always has an argument that if I'm able to nullify a vow that exists, I definitely can prevent. Prevention is always easier in halacha than uprooting. That's his argument. So if I could uproot something that exists, I definitely can prevent something from taking effect. It's easier to prevent an engagement than to break an engagement. It's easier to prevent to to, to get to prevent you know jail time than getting out. It's, It's always easier to prevent than to get out. So Revelizer says, if I could know, if I could remove a vow which exists, I definitely can prevent it. Fine. Now, in that argument, Reveliezer, the Rabbanan responded, no. The Rabbanan said, Your argument is completely flawed. Who said that it's better, it's easier to prevent than to uproot? I'll prove it to you from a mikveh. Right? A mikveh removes tummah, doesn't prevent tummah. So you see. And then they said, but the opposite is also true. You have a person that if a person takes a ring that's tame and swallows it, and then Vomits it out, it's still tammates, the, the body doesn't remove tammah. But if you were to take a tahar ring, put it in your mouth, walk into a cemetery, leave the cemetery, then regurgitate it, the, the ring is tahar because it prevents. So their abundance point of that argument was... Is that, is that a is that a no, that are just saying that... their point is just sometimes in halacha oh, prevention no, no. is easier, sometimes removal is easier. No, well, I'm saying you know. bring a ring in your mouth. No, it's all b'sham sukkim. So the point is, their, their argument is sometimes prevention is easier, sometimes removal is easier. That, that's their argument. But what's the point for our discussion? We were having a Shila. Does Does Revellezer hold? Is it prevention? Is it doesn't take effect or it takes effect and then is removed? Now, when it comes to the ring, right, Revellezer, they're comparing Revellezer's argument to the case of the ring. The case of the ring, you put the ring in your mouth when it's pure, walk into a cemetery and then leave. And it was prevention. It wasn't that it took, a, it wasn't tommy for a second then removed, there was no removal. It was pure prevention. So you see that the Rabbanans obviously understood Ravaleza's argument as he holds it's pure prevention. Again, we had a Shiloh, according to Ravliezer, is it that the nether is completely prevented from taking effect or it takes effect for a second then is removed? Well, if the Rabbanans are comparing it to the ring, the ring, it's complete prevention. So most likely the nether is also complete prevention. That, that was what we ended yesterday. New Gemara. No, prevent it. Prevention means. It does not take effect. Not that it takes effect, and that is, it does not take effect. And that's how obviously they understood his argument because they're comparing it to the ring, which is complete prevention. Here's the problem. Ema, the problem is the end of that, Brysa, they compare it, they wanted to just add, like, pile on arguments on Reveliezer. Again, their point is to prove that prevention is not necessarily easier than removal. Sometimes removal is easier, sometimes prevention is easier, and it's just each case is different. They specifically described it not as prevention in the end of it, they described it as tuma being removed. So the problem is, we were, we were like going with the assumption that the way the Rabbana were describing it was complete prevention, so most likely it's complete prevention. But if you look at the end of that Brisa, that's how the ratio they described, the, the end of the Brisa, they describe it as um, instant removal, not prevention, but instant removal. So that's the so that's the problem. Okay, we're trying to figure out according to Revelazzer is it prevention or is it instant removal? That's the Shila. So they're comparing it to the ring, which is prevention. The problem is the end of the Brysa They describe it as in- instant removal. So that's, that's the problem. Ema uh, sefa. Look at the end of the Brysa. Um, Amr lel They said another argument to show that again. Revelazzer's argument is that prevention or instant removal, whatever it is, is easier than removing it right now. They said that's not so true because it depends on the case. How so? In klitame tahar, they said if you have, a, instead of a, a mikvah on a person, let's go with a vessel. You have a spoon that's tame, right? What do you do? Dip it in the mikvah. It removes the tumah, right? If you dip it in the mikvah, will it prevent tumah from taking effect? No. So you see, removal is easier than prevention. But the way they describe it is, look at their words. Uh, klitame tahar, if you take a tame vessel and you dip it, it removes the tumah. You think if I if I put a if I put a tume, if I put a tahar spoon, you think it'll cause instant removal later on? No. I mean, they were saying that if I take a tahar spoon and I dip it, if I dip it now, it'll remove the tumah. It's tahar. But if I take a tahar spoon and I put it in the mikveh now, and then ten minutes later, a tahar guy, guy touches it, you think the tumah is removed? No. Okay. Now put their argument aside for a second. They're comparing, in the beginning they're comparing it to prevention. Now they're comparing it to instant removal. So which one is it? So the Gemara answers, Rabbonon lo'i kai mi lo'i The answer is, we were asking, according to Rebbe is it that he holds that the the nadarim are prevented from taking effect, they don't take effect at all, or they take effect and then are instantly removed? So we're trying to bring proofs. The problem is the Rabbonon argue both sides. The answer is the Rabbonon don't know what his opinion is. They're not sure if his opinion is instant removal or it's prevention. Their argument is, however you hold, you're wrong. If you hold prevention, we disagree. If you hold instant removal, we disagree. The reason why they're using both arguments and they're using different terminology from the ratio of the safe is because they don't understand what his opinion is based on. What do they agree with? No, they, do, they disagree with him. I'm saying they feel, again, Rav argument is that prevention is easier than removal. And they said, you see from a mikvah, that's not true. Removal exists, prevention doesn't. So, your argument is flawed. Now, the why in the ratio did they describe it as prevention and the Seifa, instant removal? The answer is because they don't understand exactly what Rav Leezer's opinion is. They were just saying, these are two options? Both. I disagree with you both. The Gemara says, My How do you hold? If you hold that if I make a neder, if I make a stipulation for the next five months, the netherim don't take effect. If you hold that they take effect for a second and then are removed that we disagree with you because of the vessels in the case of the mikvah. and if you hold that they don't they don't take effect at all it's complete prevention mikvah then we disagree with you from a mikvah I meaning the point is they're arguing both sides because they don't know what his opinion is so, we're back to the original question, which is that according to Rav when he says that the Nidarms don't take effect, is it that they don't take effect at all, or they take effect for a second and then are instantly removed? So, the Gemara ends the discussion with a pretty clear proof. Tashima, Amilehem Rev. Liezer. made the following argument. Uh, the halacha is that if you have seeds that are tame, and then you plant them in the ground, their tumma goes away once they're planted. Once they decay and start to grow, the tumor goes away. It's a, it's a, it's a sarcasm. Revoliezer said... Does that have to do anyway with, uh, with a child who's a or who can marry? I don't know. Uh, a stretch, maybe. But I don't know. I, I have no idea. Um, I understand the this. No, no, I understand. Yeah, I don't know. But the point is, if you have tummy seeds, Revoliezer's argument is like this. If I have tummy seeds <laughs> that are removed when you plant it, then, kalvachoimer, growing plants cannot become tame. Meaning, if I have seeds that when they start, when they are tame, and then when you plant them, then they start to grow, the tuma goes away, then growing seeds, which were always tar, are definitely not gonna become tame. Because if removal happens, then definitely prevention happens. That's his argument. Now, he's comparing it, again, his argument, he's comparing to growing plants. Growing plants don't become tummy at all. It's not that they're tummy for a second and then removed. They don't go. It's clear that he's talking pure prevention because his argument again, his his major argument. There's the argument, and then there's the application. His major argument is that if removal happens, prevention for sure happened because prevention is easier than removal. So and, and when it comes to nadarim, if I could remove a nether, I could definitely prevent nadarim. Over here. He said, "If tumma on seeds is removed when they begin to grow, definitely growing plants are tahar." So that's complete prevention. That's not—it's not that they're tahar. Tell me for a second, then removed. No, it's complete tahar. It's, it's prevention. Correct. It's a special kazer sakasim. So his point is that it's it's that. So we had a shayla. Is it that he holds it's prevention or instant removal? It's clearly prevention because when it comes to the plants, it's prevention. It's not instant removal. Is such mitzias that it's Tommy for a second that remove? That doesn't exist. So you see, shema uh, mina loy So you see that uh, uh, the, 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 that uh, it's it, it's complete prevention. Okay. Here's the shayla. According to Rabbi let's go back to our Mishnah. According to Rabbi he holds that you, a, a husband can stipulate that the nadarim don't take effect for five months. Why? Because if I could remove a nether, it, it's harder to remove something. So if I could remove nadarim, I definitely could prevent nedarim. The rabbonim are like going back and forth. I don't know. The question is though: that's an accepted svara. like that's a world accepted svara. It is easier to prevent something than to remove something. It's not only accepted svara in halacha. I'm giving examples of engagements and and just medicine. I, you've asked any doctor, would you, is it easier to prevent an illness or remove it? prevention? It's much easier. So why are the Rabbanon arguing on this? Not only does it make sense, but they accept the concept in other areas of halacha. I'll prove it to you. The Gemara says, the don't believe in this svara. Wait a minute. Hatanya, the B'raises says, here's the shaila: uh, A father has the right to sell his daughter as a slave. The question is, can he sell his daughter who's 12 years old above bat mitzvah? He definitely has the rights to do it when she's below bat mitzvah. Does he have the rights, halachically to sell her as a Jewish slave above bat mitzvah when she's past 12? That's the shaila. So the Gemara says, I'll give you the following argument. The halacha is that if you sell her when she's under bat mitzvah and then she's working as a slave, the second she becomes bat mitzvah, she leaves. If she leaves, if... Twelve years old breaks slavery. It definitely prevents slavery, right? If when she turns twelve and she's already a slave, she gets to go free. Then you definitely can't sell her. So if if bas mitzvah breaks slavery, it definitely prevents. That's the rabbanon said. So go to the next page. So the shaila is everyone agrees with this svara. So why are the rabbanon disagreeing with here? Again, the, the the svara is world accepted. That is prevention. Is easier to deal with than removal. If you could remove something, you could definitely prevent it. So our our mishnah, I could remove my wife's nadarim, Yes. So I make a stipulation for the next five months. Her nadarim don't take effect. The rav is like, yeah, it makes sense. The are like, no. Why not? They accept the swara. So the answer is very simple. I'm not. I'm, I'm, it's even a little shocking that Gemara asked this. The mishnah, they said their argument. Their argument is based on a pasuk, "Isha yekimenu, Isha yeferenu," that you could only that whatever. Um, that they could only uh, remove Nidarim if they could uh, sustain Nidarim, if you can Mekayim the Nether. The halacha is that if you tell your wife for the next five months, every Nether you're going to make is officially Mekayim right now. Does it work? No, because it doesn't exist yet. So, Rabbonifil, if you can't be Mekayim it right now, you can't be Mefer it right now. That's it. Meaning, it's a like Meaning, I mean, yes, in general, we would agree with the Svara, it's a beautiful Svara. But the Pasuk specifically says that the rules of Being Mefer Nadarim and Mechaim Nadarim are the same. You could only have to be together. In this case, you cannot be Mechaim Nadarim in the future, so you can't be Mefer Nadarim in the future. Easy. The Gemara says, "In ba'al Generally, they're into this svara. So why are they not over here? Ishi menu, ishi over here, it's the difference, there's a difference because it's exeris hakasiv. It says, "Ishi menu, ishi balachal You could only remove a nether if you could confirm the nether. In this case, you can't confirm the darum in the future. You can't remove the darum in the future. It's a, a And therefore. So therefore, generally, they're into. Uh, the argument that if I could remove something, I could prevent something. Yeah, but the reason... And and you'd think that if I could remove my wife's nadarim, I could prevent future nadarim. The answer is, that would be a good svara, except the fact that Pasuk says that Kiyum nadarim and hafaras nadarim are the same, which means that you could only remove nadarim, which you could confirm. You can't confirm nadarim in the future, you can't remove nadarim in the future. And therefore, the idea of it being prevention... Doesn't work correct yeah okay new topic Mishnah says like this um, how, how, it's basically a Shiloh in the Mishnah it, the Mishnah goes with one opinion the Gemara is going to describe that there's an, a, a Mechlegis how long does a husband have and a father have to nullify the vow or to, to confirm the vow so we said 24 hours right it's not true it's one halachic day it's the halachic day it's not 24 hours it's the day which is the Halachic day. Meaning until Shia that day? Exactly. So if she makes the neder um, right after nightfall, you have twenty four hours. If you make the neder in hour before sunset, you got an hour. You have to the end of the halachic day. That's what the Mishnah says. Hafaris Nadarim Kulhayaim. It's the you, the husband has the right to nullify, and the husband and the father have the right to nullify the vow when they hear about it. For that halach, the halachic day that they hear about it, that could be short, that could be long, right? Ketzad neder b'leil Shabbos. I don't know why it's this Friday night. Just maybe You could do it on Friday night. But the second Shabbos starts. Shabbos starts six o'clock. She makes another at six o'clock. So he has a full 24 hours to nullify the vow at 23 and a half, whatever. Uh, almost a full 24 hours. If Shabbos Shabbos. You have all Friday night, all Shabbos day. But another Shekha, but let's say instead of Friday night, she made the neder an hour before Shabbos, you have an hour. That's it. So may actually tech shas shimcha shapali and So the opinion of our mishnah is that it's not 24 hours; it's the end of that halachic day. The Gemara now explains that's actually a machloek as tanoim. Tanya, hafaraz nadarim kol The first opinion is of our mishnah, which is that it's the end of that halachic day. Rav Yosi bar Yehuda, Rav Rav Yosi and Rav Amru meislays. They say 24 hours. So our mishnah says the end of the halachic day. Rav Liazar and Rav Shimon, Rav Liazar and Rav Yosi say it is twenty four a full twenty four hour period. Now the Gemara it's it's based on Pesukim. The Gemara says my time is the Tanakama. What's the source of the Tanakama that it's not twenty four hours? It's that halachic day. Amar biyom shamo biyom biyom the day of, not twenty four hours. Biyom the day of. The um and my time So what do the other rabbanim who say twenty four hours? What's their source? miyom el yom from day-to-day, meaning day-to-day implies a full 24-hour, uh, a full day-to-day uh, period, which is the 24 hours. So you have the Tanakama who learns it out from Biom Shamo, and you have the Rav and Rav Yossi who learn out from Miyom El-Yom. So the Gemara says, Tanakama What does the Tanakama do with Miyom El-Yom, which implies 24 hours when he says it's only the halachic day? Itzrich, Di-Biom Shamo, a mina Biom Amin, Balayl, Olo, El-Yom, Rabbi Tanakama says both Biyom Shamo and Milyom, Milyom is teaching the same thing it's that halachic day, what do you need both? One is Biyom Shamo to tell you the halachic day but if it was just Biyom Shamo you would think you could only do it during the day, you can't remove nadarim at night Milyom, Milyom means, no, the whole day you have the whole halachic day is within your uh, within your purview to remove the nadarim so you need both, one is to tell you a halachic day and one is to tell you that even at night okay you could be made for at night you could be made for at night at night Tuesday night, you no, mentioned. Now, ulamanda amr miyom miyom haksiv biyom shemo. The Tanaka, the Rav Loz and Rav Yosi, who say it's twenty four hours, and they learn it out from miyom miyom. What do they do with biyom Shamo it's diks miyom miyom hava mina mechad b'shab lechad b'shab Ksiv biyom The answer is very simple. If it was just miyom miyom, you reason why you need both is because if miyom miyom, while miyom miyom implies twenty four hours, you could it also kind of sounds like miyom miyom from day to day. It sounds like a week. Right? If, if I tell you uh, you have, how much time do you have to remove the vows, I say miyom, yom, you could sound like, it sounds like miyom sheyini, yom sheni. It sounds like it could be a week. You need both to tell, you No, know it's 24-hour period. Amr of Shim ben Pazzi, Amr of Shub ben Levi, ain halacha kosa We don't pasquin like those two opinions who say that it's twenty four hours. Rather, we pasquin like our Mishnah that it's a halachic day. Levi suffered the mevad kani tenoi. Levi originally wanted to follow those opinions and to give the husband twenty four hours to nullify the vow. Amr le Rav, Hachi Amr Chabibi, ain halacha kosa That we pasquin. Not like that opinion. We say the halachic day, not twenty-four hours. Now that we mentioned this, just to finish the daf. Now that we mentioned the concept of removing nidrim, we're going to mention one last halacha. We have this once before that um, uh, most. Uh, most opinions are under the assumption, I don't remember what daf, maybe you'll remember, but most opinions under the assumption that uh, for the rabbi to remove a vow, he has to do what's called a Pesach, which is, he has to give you an opening, which means you say you made a nedar about uh, you're not going to eat uh, Chal of Stam, and then the rabbi says, well, did you know that you were traveling, it would be too difficult, did you know that your wife, hey, you have to sort of like open up a circumstance and ask, like, would you have done it under these circumstances, had you known, and then you say no, the, Okay. There were some opinions that held that you could just do charata, Which is, I don't have to, circumstantial, I just have to say, do you regret your actions? Yeah? Alright. There was an opinion that held that that works. Again, most opinions disagree, but there were some Amaroyim that held, it's called poschem which is, I don't need clever things, just say, do you regret making the nether? Yeah? Alright, fine. That would work for every nether. Now, the difference between the two is, how much focus does the rabbi need? Right, if I'm a rabbi, and I'm not like very, I mean, I'm, I'm bright, but I'm not like super bright, the guy's coming to me, and I'm like, you know, whatever, typing something, and they're like, hey, I need to remove a vow. If I need a Pesach, I got to focus on it. i would be like, okay, what's the case? All right, well, would you have done that had you known? But if it's just charata, it's just like, do you regret it? I could literally do all the time. You regret your actions? Yeah, no, okay, good. So the Gemara says, these two amirayim, the Gemara says, Chiyah barav shadigiru ubodek. Chia Barav would remove vows while he was doing archery. Meaning he was doing archery, people would come over him and he would be like, you regret your actions? It's the Gemara's way of saying he held that regret works. It was the fact that he gave no focus because he didn't have to because he he, he held that regret works. You don't have to focus. And the last one is Rabah Yosef V'Koyim. Rabah He would he would sit down, he would stand up, he would move around the whole time like he was a little eh, jittery, but he didn't, didn't give full focus. The reason being is because they held that all you, you could you could remove a neder n- n- with charata, and therefore uh, focus is not required. I stop. It right. uh, I don't believe we passed on that now. Have a good day, Gavin.